0: Hi everyone and welcome to the IELTS VIP podcast. Welcome back after a long break. Uh, We are up to now episode 15 of the IELTS VIP podcast. We took a little bit of a break. Um, I was on holiday before Christmas and then there was the Christmas holiday as well. But we're back now. We'll probably be making at least one of these podcasts every single week um, until I go on another holiday but that's not going to be for at least another six months. So you're good for uh, for at least six months with one of these per week. So um, as always, let me explain what this podcast is and, and what we do. So one of the things that we do here at IELTS Advantage is we have an exclusive group called our VIP group our VIP course, where we work very, very closely with a very small number of students. One of the things that we do with them is every week we ask them, well, when I'm not on holiday, (laughs) that's rare, um, what we do is we ask them, what do you need extra help with? Um, Ask us any questions that you have, any worries that you have, and we will make a whole podcast on it going really, really deep into that problem and really answering that question as as deeply and as as thoroughly as possible. So, because we were off for a few weeks uh, when I asked this question yesterday, we got uh, quite a a few responses. So, uh, but what I'm gonna do today is give you one solution to many, 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 many different problems that come up with IELTS writing task 2 and task 1 as well so i am just going to give you a selection of the questions that we got about task 2 writing and there is one really really important solution that you should be aware of and this is something that if you look at our success stories so if you go onto to youtube go on to look at our our, our webs or our youtube channel you will notice uh, um, a, a part of that channel which just deals with success stories. So these are all people that we've helped get a seven or above, and one of the things that they say over and over and over and over and over again is planning. I think ninety percent of them say that that planning changed everything for them. So let's look at, at this in a bit more detail. So these are some of the questions that we were getting. Uh, a lot of people were saying, "How can I finish writing on time?" So. Either I struggle to get task one one done in 20 minutes or task two done in 40 minutes or or both of them in 60 minutes. A lot of people were also asking, how can I make sure that I don't go uh, like way over 300 words um, for task two or way over 200 words for task one? Um, How can I I complete everything and do everything properly um, and do it in a a reasonable uh, word limit? A lot of people were also asking about like how do I know how many ideas to use? Sometimes I, I have more than one idea per paragraph or sometimes the question asks um, for multiple things like advantages or solutions or uh, problems. Like can I uh, put more than one idea into a paragraph? And then other people were talking about how can I fully develop my ideas? How can when I take one idea, how can I know that I am sure that I have fully developed it? And then another interesting question was, how can I stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm writing, because when I'm writing, different ideas pop into my head and I change my mind and then I waste time and everything's a mess. And there is one solution, and it's a very elegant solution because it it solves all of these problems by doing one very simple thing, which is planning. Now, any time that I mention planning to students, the majority of people say one thing, I don't have time to plan. Or uh, I have enough things to do, I don't want to add one more thing in there. Um, And my response to that is, don't see planning as a waste of time or just an extra thing to do. See it as an investment. So Let me tell you about a few analogies that will will help you understand planning and and its importance, and then we'll talk about how to plan and and, and what to do during the planning process, particularly for writing task two. So an analogy I always use is, if you were going on holiday, so the holiday I went on recently was to New York to see my sister, Um, would you, if you were going on holiday to New York, would you just decide on the day to just go to the airport, book your tickets at the airport, like without any planning whatsoever, get on the plane, get off the plane, just walk into New York and just start walking towards where your hotel or where it's going. And then when you get to your hotel, just walk out into New York and just like you know, tr- try and find things. No, you wouldn't. You would plan by booking the tickets by comparing the different flights by you might book a taxi to bring you to the airport and when you get to the airport you probably have pre-planned how you're going to get from the airport into the city could be taxi it could be a train once you get to your hotel you'll have already pre-planned that and booked your hotel and then you will have like researched the different sites you want to go to so it's all about planning why do you do that you do that because you know that if you don't do that you're going to be wasting a huge amount of time and money and everything. It's exactly the same as planning in the IELTS test. If you do not plan, you're going to get lost, you're going to waste a huge amount of time and you're going to be doing things that you sh- you shouldn't be doing. The other uh, analogy I always use is uh, th- the most people who are the the most successful people financially There's a lot of studies done. There's a really good book called The Millionaire Next Door. Um, And it it was the biggest study ever on millionaires in America. And they were looking for like uh, um, uh, commonalities, common factors. Why are these people millionaires? And the the surprising answer was uh, budgeting. They spend a few hours every month sitting down and planning out everything that they spend. So that could be on their groceries, on their travel, on their mortgage or whatever. Really boring and like most people would never do that but um, it is an investment of time and that investment of time actually made them millions and millions and millions of dollars because what they would do is they would always have a set amount over what they spend every month and they would invest that and that investment um, would turn into millions and millions of dollars. interesting book. You can have a look at it. Um, another um, story, this is the third and final story about why planning is, is an investment of time. I try and do this every single day myself because I have a lot of different things that I'm trying to do, a lot of goals that I'm trying to achieve, a lot of different departments within this business trying to manage. And what I do every single day or try to do is when I'm, when I'm disciplined enough to do it, before I go home, write down exactly what i achieved that day so i know where i am there and what i want to do the next day so i'll plan it like 7 a.m to 8 a.m i'm doing this 8 a.m to 10 a.m i'm doing this 12 to 1 i'm doing this and then when i wake up i know exactly what i'm doing and i have a very 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 productive day if i don't do that i wake up and i just like i come into the office and there's emails here and meetings here and like messages from other and there's nothing gets done it's a complete mess so always think of your planning time as an investment and it's absolutely crucial and out of all the the factors that our successful students talk about planning is probably the number one thing so let's think about how to plan and why it's going to help you solve all of these problems so one of the things that we do on our on our VIP course is we teach specific step-by-step structures for each of the different types of writing question uh, for writing task two and writing task one. Like we've got a structure for um, uh, agree or disagree, a structure for discussion questions, a structure for two-part questions, a discussion for uh, if a chart comes up or a process comes up or whatever comes up. And, And one of the reasons why we do that is so that students can plan in a uniform structured way so that when they see the question they immediately go into the planning stage and they plan every single uh, question uh, that comes up what depending on the type of question so if it's an agree or disagree question they have that structure in mind they know exactly what to do and they plan everything out if it's a task one academic bar chart question. They know exactly what to do and they plan everything out. So it provides that structure and that certainty of, on, on what to do. And what the, the, the reason for that is not so much that these structures are magic or these structures are going to guarantee that they get a good score. The structures are more so that it, it aids the planning process so that they know exactly what they're going to be doing. So the first step is to have some sort of structure um, out there, and there's a lot of different structures out there. One thing I'd say is just be careful. Uh, There's a lot of teachers and websites, and you know, YouTube channels, and a lot of things out there that say, you know, my structure is magic, and my structure will guarantee you a band nine. None of those things are true um but if you have a decent teacher if you have a good teacher who has got past you know good past results from some other students and they give you a structure you should be able to um to to help you with that um, but you're going to use this structure in a very specific way during the planning process uh, so once you you have learned all of these different structures and you have them memorized by heart the next part of the uh, the process is when you see the question you are not going to pick up your pen or pencil or uh, do anything at all the first part of the actual planning process whenever you're in the, uh, on test day is just to sit and think about the question because you know like like my analogy of of going on holiday in new york you wouldn't just run out of the hotel and, and just like try and find the empire state building or you wouldn't run out of your hotel and just try and find like Trump Tower or wherever you or you know wherever you wanna go, you'd look on Google Maps and think about it and think about where you're going and plan out your journey and everything. A lot of people that might sound really silly um but a lot of people look at the questions and just immediately start writing without really thinking about it. So the first stage is actually think about do I understand the question, what are they asking me to do? What are some ideas that I could use here? how would i explain those ideas how would i support those ideas with examples Um, how do i want to answer this question what is my opinion on this question what is my position on each of the the questions or each of the parts of it so just spending one or two minutes thinking about it and then the next stage will be after you thought about it thinking more specifically about the ideas the content that you want to to, to come up with, so your ideas, your explanations, your examples specifically, your opinions, your positions, all of these different things. Again, that's gonna be another one or two minutes. So before you've even you know, really started planning, you've already invested, not wasted, um, three or four minutes a, a, of your time. Um, and we'll talk about time specifically in a second. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna quickly note out a skeleton structure. So by skeleton structure, I mean like um, paragraph, like just having like I for introduction, and then like P R for paraphrase, and then below the paraphrase, your two main ideas, and then you know main M B P one, like main body paragraph one, and just populating this like skeleton, like you're creating like a skeleton structure, and populating all of this with your your arguments, with your positions, with your ideas, with explanations, and I don't mean writing them out completely just in shorthand just so that it provides like a roadmap. think about it like as google maps for for your essay and then what you're going to do is you're going to take all of that so you should have a piece of paper with a skeleton essay and then you're going to write your whole essay based on that plan and the key here is that you don't start writing until you're happy with your plan because if you start writing and you are not one hundred percent happy with your plan, then you are going to change your mind, um, and you are going to, you know, go go over or, or, or um, you know, change your mind and have to go back and have to redo the whole thing, and that is a waste of time. And and it, by surveying my successful students and asking them how much time did you plan for, the average is about eight minutes. So some of them only plan for about five minutes, some of them plan for 10 minutes or more than 10 minutes Uh, but I say the average is is about seven eight minutes something like that Um, so if you plan for eight minutes you still have 32 minutes left so if you let's say you take another five minutes off that uh, for checking at the end for editing at, at the end and proofreading at the end that is my, my math is terrible. So you have 40 minutes, to say eight minutes, that's 32 left. And let's say you take five minutes off that, that leaves you with 27. All right, so let's divide, tw- let's say there are, there's not always 12 sentences in an essay. But let's say for, for argument's sake, you write a 12 sentence essay. So 12 divided by 27 is going to be just over two minutes. Isn't it, if my math is correct? Yeah, two point, two point. Two point like Just over two minutes, yeah? So that means that you have to write a pretty much pre-prepared sentence because you've already planned everything out in two minutes. You should not be complaining about that at all. You should not have the audacity to say, I wanna ban seven in writing, but I don't want to write Uh, a sentence in you know less than three minutes like you shouldn't be doing uh, the test and hoping to get a band seven if you can't write one sentence in two minutes or over two minutes Um, when you break it down and think about it that way think about it strategically and logically it, it just makes everything much 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 easier which is why a lot of our successful students were able to go from someone who was you know, really struggling and really worrying about the test, and had just no idea what to do, to a very systematic way of thinking about it. I'm going to do this, then this, then this, then this. It's just like um, I don't want to say formula because I don't. I I think you should always have the freedom to to change things a little bit and shouldn't be too formulaic, but to to just make things much easier for yourself by being a little bit more strategic about it. So I think that is is about it. What I'll do is just go circle back to these questions that students were asking um, and talk about how planning solves them. So how can I make sure I finish on time? You literally will be spending like X minutes on planning, then X minutes on sentence one, then sentence two, then sentence three, or X minutes on introduction, x minutes on uh, main body paragraph 1 then you know x minutes on editing at the end you know exactly what you're doing because it's just a process you're not like one of our main principles for our students is uh, a process is better than a journey uh, by a process better than a journey means that like most students are like oh it'll be okay like, I'll be lucky, I'll get a nice question, and I'll be able to write a nice essay, and it'll be fine. Like, no, you, it won't be. Um, but by following a step-by-step process, it makes everything much, much, much easier. Um, word limit. So because you have uh, um, memorized the structure and you're using that structure, each part will be... You know not exactly a set number of words but you should definitely be within that sweet spot of like you know over 250 but under like maybe 300 but you know if you're 301 it's not a big deal Um, ideas how many ideas to use again because you're using a structure you just stick to that structure don't use a structure and then you know, be like ah, but I'll only use eighty percent of it, and I'll, you know, just stick exactly to it, and then you won't go wrong. Um, how do I develop my ideas? The structure will do that for you, because for example, the uh, an agree or disagree question for the main body paragraph, the structure will be: state your first main idea explain how your first main idea answers the question, support your main idea with a example. So you're just following that and doing exactly what that says. Uh, obviously you're populating it with your own ideas and your own your own thoughts, um, but it's gonna help tremendously. Um, and then the, the last question was like, how can I stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing and not change my mind? By doing all your thinking in the planning stage and like, that's, that's it, that's done, you've done all your thinking, i.e. decided all your ideas, and then uh, uh, you, you're not gonna change your mind because it's like you're splitting up the, uh, the process into thinking, planning, or sorry, uh, thinking, planning, then writing, then editing, all right? So stage one, thinking, planning. Stage two, writing. Stage three, editing, proofreading. So that's it, that's why People who plan get higher scores than people who don't. Very, very simple. And it solves so many problems. Um, So try that out. And if you have any other questions or anything like that, you can feel free to get in touch with us. Um, My email address is chris at IELTSadvantage.com. chris at IELTSadvantage.com. We answer every email. Um, Either myself or one of my team will get back to you um, if you have any questions or anything like that. And hope you enjoyed our first podcast of 2019 and hopefully we'll make at least 50 let's say let's shoot for 50 that'll be one a week and that'll give me two weeks holidays (laughs) so um thank you very much again and hope you enjoyed that Bye bye